Great Car Pod. I'm Jenna. And I'm Danica. And who? I am back after who? Danica, who? <laughs> Literally, I don't even know myself. Um, <laughs> I think it's probably been probably four weeks since we since we last did the pod together. Yeah. I'm not really sure. <laughs> um yeah, how have you been, Jenna? <laughs> Pretty good. I've missed you terribly. You. I love talking shit about this show with you. Um but I've, I guess I've been well. I mean, I helped free Britney Spears. Famously. Yeah, I met Rachel Lindsay. Famously, which you didn't tell me about. Um, <laughs> Patreon members know that I have beef about this already. Um, you fangirled about Lauren Zima. This Shut is a up. fact, and I know it. <laughs> Fuck it's, up. It's Shut the fuck up. Fuck up, Danica. I know I am. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, famously met Lauren Zima yeah. and cried in a in a good way. Yeah, I, I do think I actually I I'm I know I sound like I'm crazy sometimes <laughs> when I'm like saying like I know Nick Viall's talking to me through his podcast. <laughs> she finally heard herself, folks. She and heard I, it. <laughs> but I'm saying to you, I know that Lauren Zima recognized me and was mad about seeing me there. I'm telling you. Jenna. <laughs> I am begging you. <laughs> like, this is the most, um, what is that called? Like, main character syndrome <laughs> arc you've ever had. Wow, that's actually good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um, yeah, so how have you been? <laughs> less good. Um, yeah. Last week, you messaged me and you were like, Danica, we need to podcast this week because there are really important things happening. And I was like, Jenna, I'm going to the ER. <laughs> um, so basically, when Andrew and I went up to... Um, our like honeymoon, not honeymoon, our like one year anniversary of being engaged trip um, where we recorded the bonus episode, I started getting this like really weird like tingling feeling in like the, it started like in my toes and it kind of felt like, you know, when you're outside in the cold for too long yeah. and your toes just start feeling like numb and then like when you put them in warm water, there's that like tingly feeling. Almost painful. Yes, that's right. what my my toes started feeling like that and I was like oh we're in a cabin like it's freezing up here I don't I don't know right um and then when I got home it didn't go away and like even when I got in the bath I couldn't like get warm I couldn't regulate body temperature and then it started like that creeping like pins and needles like numb Mm -hmm. feeling started spreading like up my legs and it got to above my knee and then it started um moving to my fingertips and I was like okay this is horrifying what's going on yeah I went to the doctor twice in a in like less than like a, a three day span yeah, or oh something. Yeah, a couple days. Yeah, Ugh. and then so one doctor was just like, "Oh yeah, your blood work shows that you have like really low, you know, vitamin B." And like we talked about you know diet and stuff. So he like gave me this, you know, he was like, "If you, you if you take these vitamins, that feeling should go away after a while." Um, don't know how long. And I was like, "Okay, cool. Like that's something I can do." Yeah. And then it start, it just started hurting more, and I couldn't walk. So like Andrew would have to take me to the bathroom or like take me to my office chair. Ugh. And like I kid you not, I couldn't walk upstairs to go to my bedroom. It was just getting really scary. So on Thanksgiving Day, mm. <laughs> I was like, um, 
you know, nobody needs me to talk politics at the family dinner table anyway, so I'm just going to go to the ER. And that's how that, folks, is how you avoid Thanksgiving. That was to say, that is, that is a pro tip right there. <laughs> it probably cost me like $10,000, but, I didn't you know. have to talk to my weird uncle about... Yeah, about meat. Yeah. About all the smoked meats that he <laughs> likes to make for himself. Um, wow. And yeah, I mean, like, so I went to the ER... They gave me a spinal tap. They thought I had this like really weird disorder where it like it's sort of like progressive paralysis. Yeah, when and you so, sent me that, I got like really upset. I was yeah. like not okay. I was like, oh my god, Danica, I have to like fly to Boise right now. I cannot no. handle this. You have a spinal Serious- tap. <laughs> Seriously though, and like I, the nurse said it like so casually. He was just like, oh yeah, you might have this like really rare disorder that doesn't have a cure. So we're gonna do a spinal tap. And I was just like, okay, I've been here for all of 10 minutes and you have diagnosed me with something that is horrifying and then he just like kind of left the room and I was just like does anyone want to even tell me how to pronounce this syndrome so that I can have any anyway generally speaking all of the hospital staff was delightful that was just a weird moment Mm -hmm. um Anyway, I do not have a, a rare disorder. I, in fact, do have just really remarkably low folate and B12 counts. So I'm fine. I'm feeling so much better. I just have to walk with a walker, and I'm very slow right now. Mm-hmm. So I will be back to my normal self eventually. Yeah. Um, and this is just everyone's friendly reminder to go get some gummy vitamins Um <laughs> And if you live in an area where you don't get a lot of sun, please take some vitamin D mm-hmm. and C. And, um, but yeah, I feel a lot better. That's good. I was, yeah, I, you, you, you were there for like three days? Yeah, three days. Um, Oof. But then you got back and yeah, you, you've been telling me that you're getting, feeling better. But I yeah. mean, the fact that you're still having to like, can't really like go upstairs and things like that makes me... Uh... Andrew gets the whole bed, though. Like, I'm, I'm glad for him. He gets to, like, do the, like, star yeah. thing, you know? He and gets to spread out. Bunch. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I get dogs jumping all over me and me screaming in agony because it really hurts when they do that. God, um, oh, no. But, yeah, I'm sleeping on the couch downstairs, uh, just like God intended. <laughs> I know, right? I'm, like, living unwed and together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With your mom. It's all connected yeah. now. No, I'm glad I'm glad you're feeling better. I was really worried and I'm I mean, I'm happy that it's just like a vitamin thing considering. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm working really hard with trying to get us like a spawn con for care of vitamins. We'll take yeah. Flintstones. If anyone has any connections, we'll do that. Yeah. Give me those sugar pills that don't do anything. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, give me that Ashley Iconetti shit. Come on. <laughs> I want those hair growth vitamins that I, I don't know what's in that shit. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, I'm I'm happy you're back. And I mean, you know, good news. Nothing important has been happening in Bachelor Nation at all. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Just while I was in the hospital, I had so much time to like read up on like the goss. So I think I'm actually yes. like kind of prepared a little bit. Maybe Hell at least more yeah. than I normally am. <laughs> Do you want to start with Bachelor Nation happenings? Yes. Well, of course, everyone um, was rocked to their core um, by a couple breakups. Uh, One, Zach and Tasha broke up. Uh, No. Maybe. They haven't actually announced it. (laughs) Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, they didn't do the typical Bachelor Nation thing yeah. where it's just like, out of respect for one another, please leave us alone in this trying time. We really care about each other, you know, the bullshit. Yeah, but... exactly. <laughs> Blake and Katie, which yeah. we'll also get to. <clears throat> oh, do we? Oh, uh, shit. Briefly. <laughs> No, but anyway, so yeah, you know, but where it has it, Tasha's going to actually address it at the Men Tell All that is airing on Monday. So I find that fascinating. I think it's, you know, a little sad if she has to like, if she's being forced to maybe do it, but if she wants to talk about it and that is a platform for her, I'm here for that. Um, I think you and I both have had a lot of feelings about Zach that have been, you know, I've mm-hmm. I I've was the one that of course was like oh Zach I love and then now I'm like wait a second maybe he's an asshole and I fucking hate him and then Danica has been like remember when I tried <laughs> yeah the shoes it's, it was always I like I didn't have like a problem with him I was just like but he's a sneakerhead and I think that is a fault that we mm-hmm. can't ignore. Mm-hmm. It says something about a person's personality, and mm-hmm. we just didn't get to see it on TV. But I could tell there was a tell, you know? <laughs> and it was, he has too many shoes. You only get two suitcases, and there were a lot of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so true. Um, yeah. Oh, goodness. You know, I just thought maybe, maybe, you know, it'd work out. He was a little more older, mature. Things like that. But now I'm kind of like, maybe she was destined to be with that Ben guy. He was all like, you know, and, you know, hot. And I don't know, maybe he was the one. But yeah, I don't know. He's just kind of, he started to show a little bit of weird colors with, you know, supporting that stupid barstool guy and being supportive of chris harrison a bunch things like that and if like some of the happenings are true they maybe he was like a little pressuring and weird and jealous and controlling of her then that's not great again we don't really know though because nothing's been said so it's just Mm -hmm. i find it very like i don't know i'm i'm definitely on the edge of my seat a little bit with that one yeah what was i saying to you while i was in the Mm -hmm. hospital i think it was just like I think there is a specific type of, like, personality that comes out of, like, sobriety where Mm -hmm. they are incredibly motivated to do very specific things. Mm -hmm. And, like, it can be overwhelming to be partnered with a person like that Mm -hmm. if you are not also really interested in those things. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if that's really a part of it, but... It could be. Maybe there's a difference there. I'm mm-hmm. not really sure. This mm-hmm. is just me projecting what I would assume other people's issues are. I don't really know. Um, exactly. Isn't that this whole podcast? Yeah, exactly. It's just kind of being like, well, isn't this what everyone feels? I know. Which I kind of love that you're back for hometowns because I feel like we're going to get into some emotional oh, stuff later. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. I'm done. Um, next up is my, I, I titled this, uh, John and Kate plus eight shit because... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay I'm not trying to be mean or anything but you know Katie and Blake broke up or whatever less than a month later she does this 12 days of messy thing where she's trying to associate a man from her season to Taylor Swift songs really could have been done in one day she dragged mm-hmm. it over 12 and her final day was announcing that her and John from week two are now dating. He's hot, nice, wonderful, cool, hot, and beautiful. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, she should have picked him from the beginning. We all know that. And I don't know. It was definitely a little messy. <laughs> Do you have thoughts? <laughs> um, I didn't pay attention, but I saw Twitter enough to know that people were just like, will you shut the fuck up? And I was like, is that the opinion I'm supposed to have? I don't know. <laughs> but I like, again, I don't have an opinion because I like I didn't see except for I saw um, there was one day where she did Thomas. Mm-hmm. And then Thomas had done an Instagram story with Becca in it. So she it just ended up looking, like, petty and kind of messy. It's yeah. just, like, he's happy. Yeah. And, I like, I don't know. I also see the things that Katie does where she's, like, I'm not being serious. It's just a joke. And I'm, yes. like, I get that. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. I, I don't think it's for everyone. And I don't know. I don't, I don't, like, I don't dislike what she's doing. I think it could be funny. It's just not for me and mm-hmm. apparently not for a lot of people and yeah. also I don't like when people get defensive about bad jokes that they make yeah that was the thing I was like I just wish she could have done it in like one day did like five or six of them and then the next day she's like oh hey I forgot one it's John mm-hmm. you know and then be cute about it but she made this whole like video where she included footage of him and her on a plane where Blake was sitting next to her in the video like the video that she shared on day 12 didn't show Blake, but he was in that video. Like, he was just cropped out of it. So it's a little, like... Oh, God. 12 days of messy indeed. <laughs> yeah. um, it's just, like, she could have, like, if she would had a PR person or something, like, you know, just you could have done it a little cleaner and still been messy because it's still the timeline is still messy so i'm just like why didn't she wait until christmas because Mm -hmm. then it would have made sense i'm Mm -hmm. like if you're gonna make a joke you gotta like you gotta wait for the right time to do it and also maybe don't announce that you're a landlord a week later that's not great (laughs) i saw that and like there was so like i mean whatever i mean like whatever if i know whatever the thing is like yeah I'm I'm mostly making a leftist joke, but like there are so many people that are like, shut up, she's a girl boss and like she can do whatever she wants. And I'm just like, that's even more embarrassing than leftists attacking her for being a landlord. You know, like there has to be a middle ground here where we just ignore this, right? That's the hope, yeah. I feel like that's the <laughs> Yeah, it really was. They were like, no, girl boss energy. <laughs> So what, now successful women can't be landlords or what? And it's like, no, I mean, like, nobody said that, but also, like, what? (laughs) This is so weirdly defensive. Oh, my gosh. Well, we wish them well. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The end. (laughs) Um, Clayton. Clayton was officially announced this week as our next Bachelor. Um, (laughs) Which everyone loves, I hear. Yeah, it's going really well, actually. I kind of feel bad for the guy almost. Yeah, no, I, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like when you think of him as a person, it's just like no one wants to be dunked on this hard. But when you think about the institution of The Bachelor, it's like, shut up, white guy. <laughs> <laughs> Two truths can be held at once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I do generally am like, no, it's nothing against him. Mm-mm. He seems fine and nice. And I guess the kids liked his fort building skills. But, like, he, they gave us nothing, and I just really am disappointed by the overall, you know, process of the rollout, trying to kind of take a little bit of light from Michelle's season as well, and then just, like, I mean, they had all this footage, and they didn't give us, that's what's, like, confusing. I'm like, you guys can make us love anyone, and mm-hmm. they didn't even, 
do that? It's so weird. No, they gave us like bonus queer content when he was like painting his nails. And I was like, oh my God, the femme energy <laughs> exuding out of him. Like <laughs> the feminine put- urge to be the bachelor. <laughs> right. <laughs> But, like, that was, like, they weren't going to even include that. In the, that was, like, an, a teaser at the yeah. end. You know, like. Jesus. Give us real queer shit. Come on now. Please. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's. The thing about him is, like, he's, like, obviously, like, good looking, right? But I'm not even excited about his teeth, even though they're nice teeth. I'm, mm-hmm. like, that's how, like, sick I am of, like, white dudes being the batch. I don't even get mm-hmm. excited about their teeth anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So sad. Yeah. Mm. But. Well. It just, I don't know. I'm just another disappointment from <laughs> a f- deeply flawed franchise. <laughs> I know, I guess that's a point. I'm just, I did think the other day, I was like, how am I still getting so riled up over like <laughs> what is like the most um, expected thing that they could have mm-hmm. done? You know, like the, the mo- I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have known. I should have mm-hmm. known. Um, well, also, we've known for a long time. <laughs> There's we've that. known since the beginning too. So, like, I like I found myself like I think I was in the hospital just like getting heated about something, and like a nurse came in and she was like, "Hey, how's your pain level?" And I was like, "Intolerable." <laughs> <laughs> Why? You don't want to know. <laughs> it's about the TV again. <laughs> <laughs> My therapist is concerned. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so speaking of disappointments from the franchise, Colton is back in the news because they, we didn't cancel him good enough. (laughs) Netflix (laughs) decided to proceed with uh, the show that they are are giving him um, Mm -hmm. to showcase him coming out. What's Um, it called? (laughs) Oh, get this. (laughs) My favorite. Coming out Colton because it is brave to come out as a Colton. Oh. No, no, that the tagline's mine. But. Oh, but like even coming out Colton. That's what it's called. Did he name it? I don't know, probably. Yikes, that's not good, is it? <laughs> okay, okay, wait. So it's C O C cock? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just just so everyone knows. Yep, 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 yep. So it's called cock. Yeah. That's brave, actually. But Never I mind. I, I changed my mind. <laughs> I love a, a coming out story called Cock. And if you famously remember during Pride Month, Colton, our gay icon, came out with an Amazon wish list. Oh, yeah. Um, that included Corporate Pride, baby. <laughs> beige shoes and... <laughs> I don't even remember. Yeah, it was the. Sh- I remember the shoes especially because I was just like, "Oh my god, this is the most like milk toast thing I've ever seen before." Just like mm-hmm. these shoes, these white shoes make me feel empowered and proud. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh god. So yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's a waste of everyone's time. That's for sure. But I will say it's unfortunate because it is also kind of giving him a platform to do some kind of um, weird narrative shift regarding the stalking Mm -hmm. that he did of Cassie. And I've seen some reviews and it looks like he doesn't even really do any kind of accountability that he just kind of, you know, just tries to say like he was hurt and he was not acting at a good place and all these different things. And I don't know. It doesn't feel good. I don't like it. Yeah, I know, like, and I I think we're both aware enough to know, like, that's not necessarily his choice to not show those kinds of, I doubt he was going to show those kinds of things or Mm -hmm. tell that part of his story anyway, but Mm 
It's just, yeah, it's an icky feeling. Are you going to watch it? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. Probably I'm just going to read a recap. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then we'll judge. <laughs> yeah, we'll judge. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, just just wanted to keep everyone abreast of that. A breast. A breast of cock. <laughs> cock. Cock coming out on Netflix. Finally. Oh gay icon we all needed. I just... And ugh. nobody asked for and we don't deserve, but not in that kind of way, you know? <laughs> We deserve something else, I guess, is what I'm going to say. Yeah, you know, shockingly, I know we've been pretty horrible as, like, you know, people, but, like, we deserve a little bit better, I think, yeah. than this. Uh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, so let's I get just, to... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I'm just thinking about the queer representation we have, and it's Colton and Demi, and, like, I just need people to know, like, we were once excited about this kind of shit, but uh, we're not in the same place we were. <laughs> We have grown up. Oh, Jenna's pouring whiskey yeah. as we speak. As I, oh, not I'm even like, pouring oh. in her mouth. <laughs> oh, mm. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were. We. <laughs> I feel like Tyra Banks. Like we were. Oh, Demi. <laughs> and I'm so mad about it. <laughs> oh God. I saw this tweet the other day. Speaking of Tyra Banks, I'm just going to say one more thing before we hop into the actual episode. I saw this tweet the other day that was like, if I were Tyra Banks, I would be living in fear every day for the <laughs> for the moment when they do like a documentary about what it was like to be on ANTM because she's going to get like hella canceled. Yeah. That show was so bad. Brutal. Was that, I think we were talking about that once on some episode, I think, mm-hmm. right? Like what they did to people's like eating habits mm-hmm. and sleeping and drugs and just not good times mm-hmm. oh yeah well that'll probably come out next year because a lot right of bullshit's coming out right now on yeah. netflix and other things i cannot i just saw I on the news that they're trying to like release this documentary about um astro world already and i was like no no how about how we actually don't like <laughs> Have no, they no. even had the funerals yet? My God! Please, like, there's like literal like live litigation happening right now. Like, let's not. Okay, yeah, it's fine. Seriously. <laughs> okay, and in lighter news, yeah, um, <laughs> we're going to talk about the tragedy that is Final Four when we like all four of the people because this has never happened before. What the never. Hell? So famously, Michelle is doing hometowns this week. Um, Rather than doing, like, a typical hometown, they're flying all the families up to Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have Brandon, Joe, uh, Nate, and... Why am I forgetting his name right now? Apple boy. Apple. Rodney. Rodney. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that's really rude of me to forget that but i think <laughs> i think it's because you know I'm, I'm trying to process my feelings and move on exactly you're like it's so painful i yeah. got so mad okay and I'm, have to, oh. I'm in a stage of denial right now and it's not healthy <laughs> jenna talk to your therapist about this for me okay well yes <laughs> um so uh, the first date is going to brandon and I just want to let everyone know that The Bachelor holds such a powerful place in our culture that his brother was able to escape military service to come (laughs) to (laughs) this hometown date. Um, So, you know, when they start the draft for women, because, you know, equality or whatever, this is how this is how we win. We just go on The Bachelor, apparently. That is such Um, a good hot tip. Okay. Yes, I love it. We just 
you know, Mike Fleiss, apparently, you know. I have to go. I have to go to The Bachelor real quick. Yeah, this is how, this is how we do the Donald Trump and dodge the draft, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Secondly, Jenna, how mad are you that they didn't do hometown dates? Because Brandon famously is from Portland. I'm so mad because I thought it was happening. I was like, yeah. I was confused by like previews where I saw outdoor areas and I was like, okay, yeah. that's not like Katie or Matt or Claire or Tasha. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. This is, has to be in Portland or has to be somewhere. So I got really excited and I did kind of start to sleuth a little bit, but then somebody jammed me and broke my heart and they're like, no mm-hmm. bitch, they're just going to Minneapolis. So and yeah, you walked them. Yeah, I did. I was like, no, thank you. I don't like the truthers. <laughs> Bye. Um, so this date kind of proves once and for all to me, at least, that Brandon is a little bit of a fuckboy. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way, but like I, I felt like I knew that at the beginning because of that like cheesy like pickup line comment that he did. Yeah. Um, but he was literally dressed up like a pack sun mannequin that I want to have sex with. <laughs> I was like offended at how like how he had already ghosted me, you know? Like, I was mm-hmm. like, I had sex with this man, and he ghosted me, and I'm mad about it somehow, mm-hmm. even though I've never met him. But I was like, right. those shoes scream, I've blocked him on my phone. Yeah. So I don't text him. So that him. I don't text him, He's exactly. Like, like, like exactly. Um, and it's just, like, one of those, like, guys that you go out with where you're just like, oh, my God, you're so hot, but you're so stupid. And then you have sex with them, and then they don't text you back and you're like oh my god what is wrong with me and your self-esteem like goes into the toilet right. for a while you, you even knew it was a bad idea but you yeah like, no, and fine. like somehow he he was like he found the problem with you and i'm like what is it <laughs> i'm just like literally i'm like tell me what it is and i will leave you alone <laughs> i need to know what it is about me that's <laughs> hurting other people <laughs> um Oh so, Jenna, I had a question for you. If mm-hmm. he, if they were on a date in Portland, where do you think they would have actually done? <sighs> hmm. I think I think they would have continued to lean into his youthful nature. They probably mm-hmm. would have gone to Quarter World, which yes. you had your birthday at, so yeah, I don't know what that every says year. about you. Um, um, I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> they would have gone to Quarter World Arcade, and then they absolutely would have gone to Voodoo Donuts. Yeah, of course. Um, and gotten some kind of weird one that had a booby on it, but they had to, like, censor or bar it, and mm-hmm. it would have been like, ha, 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 yeah, basically. Or, the, like, the one that's shaped like a penis and is yes. cream-filled, you know? Exactly. <laughs> We've all been there. We've I mean, all done it, yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. I feel like, I'm trying to think of, like, they probably would have just gone to Powell's and kissed on mm-hmm. the, the bookshelf, mm-hmm. I don't know, of, like, the romance section or something. That would be um, kind of cute, but fuck Powell's. You can see it. I, yeah, Powell's is not the worst place, but not the greatest place not, either, yeah, as yeah. it turns out. Mm-hmm. And well, if you don't know, Portland likes to be very particular about mm-hmm. <laughs> how much we hate certain things that are actually better than other cities, but we're yeah. like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm like, I have Amazon. How is that better or worse? <laughs> so, yeah, because what's happening? Um. Let's see. I'm trying to think of, like, a restaurant or something that, like, Portland is super famous for. Yeah. Um, screen door, maybe, or mm-hmm. um, those, uh, gosh, those those delis everyone loves. I never really went to them. Zach and somethings, or, oh, I can't remember. I'm Yeah, I'm bad at it. There's hipster places for sure to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they probably would have gone to some kind of fancy bar like that. Mm-hmm. Um 
but I think that they definitely would have gone to donuts afterwards and an arcade. Yeah. Um, I feel like an arcade. Or we also do have a skate park here, so they could have gone there. But it was so mm-hmm. funny because he's not good at skating. He was not good. And I, I like, at first I was like, Michelle, we cannot date skaters. We are too old for this. But then he ended up sucking at it. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe we can make an exception. Um, but he, like, at a certain point, he said this thing where he was like, my legs don't work anymore. I'm making a fool out of myself, which is literally what I said after I got out of the hospital, I think. <laughs> um, and it's also something I say during and after sex. <laughs> For your legs? You don't know what yeah. to do with your legs? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm a pillow princess. What do I do with them? Do I just lay them flat there or do I have to wrap them around? I don't know what to do anymore. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I was going to say, like, if if I were to do, like, a date in Portland, I think I would either take them to Quarter World or that, like, you know that? It seems kind of haunted, but there's, like, a little amusement park. Like, do you know know what I'm talking about? In town or the one that's outside of town? I feel like it's just outside of town. Yeah, yeah, I've been to and it. It has it's like a skating rink too. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, I don't know what it's called, but I feel like I would take them there. Oh, that's a that great seems one. fun. Yeah, that could be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. I think if I was the one taking a bachelor to my hometown of Portland, I would take them to all of the bars in which I'd hooked up with other men who ruined me and ghosted me. Just yeah. to like, just to see how he could handle my like yeah. emotional mood swings, you know? Yeah, a bar crawl of like exes past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is spooky and great. Yeah, I love it. I think it would be it would be just a good like dark storyline for me, my origin stories of sorts, and then maybe a pit stop by my therapist's office, you know, Halfway for dinner. Through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Um, can we do that next time I come to Portland? Yes, please. Okay, we'll live record everything. It'll be great. Um, I'll be fired from my job almost certainly. Um, okay, enough about us. Um, again, Brandon takes Michelle to the skate park. He's like super rusty. Um, and then after they get done with the skate park, we meet um, his family um noah which is a cursed name but Mm -hmm. i think we have a better one here finally better example um noah who is brandon's brother is wearing his best andrew olsen outfit um with the chain (laughs) and the glasses and the sweater he's cute i'm attracted to him and the end (laughs) yeah Um, (laughs) yeah then brandon tells his family about his limo exit which i had forgotten what it was um Mm -hmm. he said he rolled up in a bed and i'm like oh yeah i remember now (laughs) again fuck boy behavior (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and also first man in portland to have a bed frame okay literally i was gonna make that joke too <laughs> um and uh yeah michelle tells them that she'd almost written him off as a smooth talker which is like what mm-hmm. we're saying right yeah <laughs> but she soon learned that there's like more to him which i like i agree i love him like i'm really I, he's gonna get his heart fucking broken yeah but yeah. i think he's so sweet and just yeah. a little naive, you yeah. know. <laughs> I like when I when I call him dumb. I think I mean it in an affectionate way. Yeah. Like I think he is really naive. Yeah. Um, and not even it, like in a bad way, just because like he hasn't gone through a ton yet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 He just yeah. seems really young, mm-hmm. and it's adorable. <laughs> but it makes me sad because there's no way this is happening, right? Exactly. <laughs> um. So Michelle, like. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. 
Michelle tells Noah that she can, like, kind of see herself spending the rest of her life with Brandon. Um, She talks a lot about how their families seem like they would mesh together really well. Um, She talks to Brandon's dad about, like, fishing and, um, like, basketball and stuff. And uh, Brandon's dad seems to really like her. He was, like laughing a lot and i was just like oh my god marry this guy like (laughs) please you guys really get along um and then like brandon is like gushing to his mom about how great michelle is and he calls her my person and i'm just like no but this is really sweet that you think that like i think and i i know he believes it but it's just like it's Mm, I just like worry. I worry for him. It's like it's an testament to how amazing Michelle is, and like you said, yeah. we have like these amazing four men that we all like for various yeah. reasons, and we can all see why she likes them. But like also, I'm like, yeah, they are all obsessed with her. Yeah, for obvious reasons, and- including the dad. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like. I get it. She is magnetic. I I feel the same way about her. I think she's my person. <laughs> But I also know myself, and it's never going to happen for me. (laughs) She deserves better. (laughs) Um, Brandon's mom kind of seems the least convinced of the process. Um, And it's probably because, like, Michelle mentioned that she didn't have the most, like, flattering first impression of him. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, mom comes around in the end. Um, and she says she sees him and then I was like wait I like went into on mode and I was like wait is this a spoiler because of Michelle's desire to be seen and then I was like no Danica this isn't happening (laughs) (laughs) yeah but that would be so good like Mm -hmm. if you were a novice to the show you'd be like he's winning yeah you know like the way Michelle was talking about him and all and didn't say a single fucking negative thing no like the entire date was like so good i was like okay (laughs) yeah but like also i feel like even a novice to the show has to know it's gonna be between nate and joe at the end right yeah i don't even like i i feel like a novice at this point because i don't even know like who (laughs) usually i have a really strong like idea of what's gonna happen and i'm still kind of on the fence with this one well because they're kind of doing a good job right now at least of editing it so that or or just showing us that like yeah i'm like confused about whether some of them are like ready right Mm -hmm. not that they're like not good people but like what's gonna happen and i really thought the next person would okay gotta go into it. <laughs> so anyway yeah. everyone her whole uh, his whole family loves her she loves his family how could they not, how could it not be perfect mm-hmm. um and he he ends there at the time being like uh that's my wife i'm going to marry yeah. her and i was like oh my god i love it my heart yeah. i can't yeah. it's like cute and like devastating you know <laughs> <It's brutal. laughs> like on this day i'm struggling to remember didn't he say that he was like falling for her and she said kind of the same thing yeah. back mm-hmm. yeah oh my gosh true. no Michelle. that's heartbreaking i can't i'm feeling i'm like literally sweating okay <laughs> um so our second date is apple um rodney um oh i wanted to tell you this joke I don't know why I chose to do it right here, but this is what my notes say, so I'm telling you the joke. I saw this joke on Twitter that was like, short kings stay inside. I saw a hawk. (laughs) (laughs) Protect them at all costs. (laughs) A hawk. Okay. Wow. Okay. 
Wow. Ron I think you know short. why you that put it here. Job. I think you know why. <laughs> fucking dumb bitch. I, okay, I had to look up how tall Michelle was. M- Michelle's 5'9", mm-hmm. which is like kind of tall for a woman, but mm-hmm. not exorbitantly tall. Right. Um, and Rodney is definitely also 5'9", yeah. which... It's fine. It's fine. I mean, I'm five two and a half, so I'm like, I don't even... <laughs> like. I think I'm like delusional because we haven't spent time together like face to face in a long time. But I like your energy reads that you're taller than me. Thank you. <laughs> I feel I feel like a very short person. I'm like five seven. I'm like way taller than you. <laughs> I always just like when we're talking like this. I'm like, oh yeah, Jenna's taller than me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any. No, I I'm, love that. I'm an me. idiot. <laughs> I think you're like trying to roast me with this and my main character comment, but I'm like, yes, I'm writing this down. <laughs> I feel so validated. <laughs> I'm tall and I am the center of the universe. Thank you. <laughs> um, so why did I type Randy? Did you type that? <laughs> I have to edit this. Rodney. <laughs> Sorry, we just lost all of our listeners right here. If somebody's name was Randy on the show, I can't do it. So I'm really excited to go on this one-on-one date with Randy. I'm sorry. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I really do know his name and I really do like him. When I was making notes today, I was typing so fast that I just typed Randy. (laughs) So Rodney takes Michelle to go apple picking, even though that is not a california thing i think he's from rancho cucamonga or something but he he like took her on a hometown date to pick an apple called the first kiss that they only grow in minneapolis okay Um, so yeah also it's like a reference to her thing where she no one takes her on apple picking dates oh but like i see your point though it's like they tried to make it seem like it was his idea but it was clearly a producer being like remember we have to do this What's in Rancho Cucamonga? Nothing. Go apple picking. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, I'm kind of sad that his whole storyline is just apple. I mean, it's just, like, brutal. Like, you remember when they fed him pizza and he <laughs> thought it was an apple or something? Or he no, thought it was lasagna. Oh, yeah. Lasagna. <laughs> I will never forgive him, actually. <laughs> I think that's what she remembered and how she made the choice that she did. Yeah, actually, now that really makes a lot of sense for me mm-hmm. when you're down to like those four men and you're like what and you're do like, I, do? I like them all <laughs> yeah. and like like literally if you're choosing between brandon or rodney and brandon knows the difference between pizza and lasagna and rodney doesn't that's something you know yeah that is like the one thing to hang your hat on when you're like mm-hmm. okay i could just like it's gonna be fine but anyway i like i can't have this man meet my students like he doesn't <laughs> know the difference between pizza and lasagna he'll confuse them um so they they go apple picking and tasting etc they hold hands while bike riding through an apple orchard it's one of those like twee like cutesy dates that like zoe de chanel and the property brother that she's fucking planned um but like it was cute though oh yeah i thought it was adorable yeah Mm -hmm. like michelle is talking about all the time like he's like my best friend Mm -hmm. he is someone that i just laugh with all the time um it was it was cute like and but like when she was saying those things i was looking at andrew and i was like she's saying friend too much mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and like i think it's important to her that like her person be like her best friend but like i also think that like i mean she says it at the end anyway that like 
there were just stronger connections, you know? Yeah. But, like, you, and yeah, like I said, you, you like all four of these people. And so, yeah, he's just, like, such a, well, she'll, she'll, yeah, and she'll mention later, I thought this, um, thing she said to his parent, his mom was, like, really, like, telling Mm -hmm. to me in a way that was both sweet and tragic. Um, but yeah, uh, and then we get to my favorite moment of this date, though. Of course. <laughs> Gotta let you talk about it. <laughs> he, he tries to torture her back. He pulls out a fucking blindfold, puts it on her to feed her some kind of weird apple, I guess. I don't even know. I'm like, why? I, oh, my God. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then she says, I don't really like these blindfolds. It's just weird. I don't know why we're doing it like this. And I was like, yes! <laughs> Again, this is why we love Michelle. <laughs> Call them out. Yes, bitch. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, so Jenna shut down production and sent him home when the yeah. blindfold came out. Um, because, again, she's the center of the universe and the main character of the story, not Michelle. Um, so he takes her to meet moms and pops. Um, so <laughs> similarly to Michelle, uh, mom and Rodney are best friends. Um, and so Carrie wants to pull Michelle aside and explain, you know, her relationship to her son, like mm-hmm. how scared she is about everything. Um, she kind of asks Michelle what she sees in Rodney. I keep checking. I keep almost saying Randy. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Um, and Michelle is like, I like the other guys are great. I really admire uh, Rodney's like playfulness. Um, I don't laugh with anyone else as hard as I laugh with Rodney. And then his mom says he's a jokester, but he's also very lovable, which made me laugh super hard because those things are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> right. Like what? <laughs> like, yeah, he's a jokester, but he's also lovable. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's trying so hard to get it. Like her to like be like, yeah, I know he's funny, but like it's whatever. But yeah, yeah, it's not they're not mutually exclusive. And then like at one point Michelle says this thing, she's like, you know, I'm looking for somebody I can be really best friends with, of course, which we know that she's hammering this home. And she's like, you know, if I got stuck at a layover for five hours at the airport, I'd want to be stuck with Rodney. And it was just like, Yes, mm-hmm. correct. She's smart. Um, but also like, <laughs> oh brutal, because like it's just setting it up for like eventually what happens and but at the same time, like when it does happen eventually later, and she's spoiler and she sends him home. I was, I was mad though because I was like, he is like the man though, right? I'm not trying mm-hmm. to say that other men aren't like, you know, mature or whatever, but I was like, he is the one that would like, I don't know. I'm being, I'm being very problematic again. I love this for me. <laughs> I, I think I see what you're saying. I think like, I don't know. I, I think there's like there's something to it about being like best friends with your partner Mm -hmm. like i'm best friends with andrew but i'm also best friends with like a lot of other people that i don't want to fuck you know (laughs) so like yeah famously uh, no we haven't this is not canon we haven't established this (laughs) thank you you're fishing for compliments over here main character um but yeah i i think maybe you should just maybe it comes down to just seeing him like as a friend but it's also like interesting though because like when I think about, you know, Nate and Joe and Brandon's hometowns, too, I'm just like, did you guys, like, talk, though? <laughs> Do you guys talk at all? Mm-hmm. 
But I guess I'm not remembering old episodes very well either. They, they've all had conversations, right? right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We've but seen all. also, like, Rodney's coming into this without having a one-on-one date. So, like... No, he did. Right? But it was early. He did? It was, like, early, early. Oh, I totally forgot about it. Yeah. Well, that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it was, like, they didn't give us a ton either then. And, like, that was where he... He did the pineapple, or pineapple, sorry, he did that <laughs> lasagna apple confusion. Um, oh, I uh, thought that was just, like, a a little oh. side thing when they're, yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I guess it's, like, the, I'm, like, for me, I'm, like, 36 in Portland. If somebody would take care of me in an airport right now, I would give them everything. Mm-hmm. I would give them everything that I have yeah. as a person, you know? So <laughs> that's why it resonated with me. I was like, I just yeah. want somebody to be, like, mature and chill and, like, maybe, you know, not make me do everything mm-hmm. for once. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, like, I don't know. I respect her. Like, I, I guess, like, I knew going into this episode Rodney was probably going to go home. Mm-hmm. But, like... I mean, I don't know. I just, I guess I hope they remain friends after yeah. because, yeah. like, he does seem like a really, really sweet guy. And it's fine that, you know, he's not her person because oh, he seems totally. like, right. he seems like he's going to be great for somebody else. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, let's see. We we went kind of off track here. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean. Oh, yeah. Carrie and Rodney have a heart to heart at the end. Um, and she kind of reminds him there's foreman left this is the, this is also the conversation i would be having with rodney mm-hmm. like rodney you're five foot nine <laughs> you are you? one of four <laughs> <laughs> you're one of four men left um and that like basically he could be heartbroken and he lets her know you know like i know that i think michelle is worth the risk i start crying because i know what's gonna happen and then we move on to joe joe Minneapolis Joe. Joe. Um, yeah, and it was, like, funny because, like, he got to go to his hometown. Yeah. Woo. They saved some money with this one. <laughs> Discount. Okay. Yeah. So Joe and Michelle get the only real-life hometown date. Um, he takes her back to his old high school um, to make out in front of the library, which I was – I, like, wrote in my notes, like, is this legal? Um. <laughs> It just, I don't, if I went back to my high school and, like, Andrew and I made out, I would just assume I would be arrested. I don't know. It's not right. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me feel itchy and sweaty. Um, but then Joe, like, asks her to prom since he had never been, and she had had a terrible experience at her prom because she was, I believe she said she was last picked to go to prom or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which leads me to ask you, Jenna, did you go to prom? And what was your prom experience like? Yes, I went to prom twice because I was dating a senior, and so I got to mm-hmm. go to his prom. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't remember that one as much. But then when I was a senior, he got to come with me, and we went to prom. And we had already started having sex by that point, but my stepmom was like adamant that I stay a virgin, so she made us like healthy, <laughs> not get a limo because she thought we were going to do it in the limo. Um, yeah. I'm not really sure. <laughs> what an irrational thought. Yeah, I just, and it sticks <laughs> in my head because it was so irrational. And she was like, you have to drive in, like, a his little shitty head, like, a small little tiny, like, a VW or something. 
Um, mm-hmm. And we went to the prom. It was in another city for some stupid reason. It was not cool. Like, it was not mm-hmm. cool enough to go to drive to another fucking city. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but at the time, I was kind of like a bad girl. So I, was, I him and I were, At the time. At the time. <laughs> we did cocaine. What? I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> you were 17, 18? Yeah, 18. What the fuck? I know. Napa was kind of a... Mm. Anyway. Um, a lot of rich kids with yeah. money to blow. Um, so we did some blow. <laughs> we went outside of the building to the back and had sex at yes. like 7 p.m. and behind some bushes. And yeah, anyway, so that was my prom. So I thought it was pretty great. And nothing like the shit I've been seeing on The Bachelor or Bachelor Paradise. <laughs> Didn't your mom ban you from going into the bushes? <laughs> she should have. Dumb bitch. <laughs> yeah. You know, the real contraception is remove all bushes from the premises. <laughs> <laughs> I just loved it because, like, it has, it's just, like, it's such a funny story because, like, she was, like, worried about that. I'm like, I'm doing blow. Like, what do mm-hmm. you, like, you're, you've lost the battle already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You can do cocaine as long as you don't have sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My prom... Okay, first of all, I want to talk about how weird it is that they allow adults to go to prom. Yeah. Isn't that kind of icky? It should like, be. Illegal, like you said. <laughs> like, if you're allowing just, like, 17-year-olds to bring, like, adults... Yeah. And, like, everybody is, like, drinking or, in your case, doing cocaine and having sex, like illegal things are happening because of the older people coming there oh my gosh yeah i don't know why i became a cop since i went to the hospital (laughs) they did something to me it was the blood transfusions or whatever yeah of course you're in boise Um, so tracks yeah um yes it does um my prom was like i went junior and senior year my junior year i went with a senior named jacob and we were in orchestra together and it was fine. We did not do cocaine, and I did not drink. And I got home by 11 o'clock, oh. because that's that was my curfew. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in 12th grade, my the bad thing that I did was I stole my prom dress from, like, a Macy's outlet yes. <laughs> somehow. Yes! And that was my that was my bad girl streak. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with a... <laughs> I invited a freshman. Cause I, Bold. That, yeah. Um... His name was Cameron, and he was also in orchestra with me, and he played bass, and he was just, he was just, like, the cutest, like, sweetest kid, and he was, like, my little brother, so I wanted to go with him, and, um, later, I actually, like, reconnected with him kind of recently, because I, like, we follow each other on Instagram. He's, like, one of the only people I allow into my life from high school. That's, um, yeah, that's saying something. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I reconnected with him because I was watching 90 Day Fiancé, and his sister, his older sister, was on 90 Day Fiancé. Whoa. And I was, like, I was, like, watching the show, and I was, like, she looks so familiar. Like, what is going on? And then it, like, clicked in my head. I was, like, oh, my God, that's Cameron's older sister. <laughs> And I, like, messaged him on Instagram, and I was like, oh, my God, is your sister on 90 Day Fiancé? And he was like, yeah, that was, like, a real trip for my family over the last, like, year or whatever. I think it's going well, from what I can tell. Oh, my God, get the dirt. Yeah. I mean, like, I think think he's not allowed to talk about it. Yeah, true. But Mm -hmm. I saw him in a preview for (gasps) an upcoming season, I think. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Um, Oh, my gosh. You guys didn't do anything romantic? 
No, no, no. it was yeah. totally platonic. I think he might have had a baby crush on me, but I was like so oblivious to people liking me yeah. because my self esteem was in the toilet. Yeah, Be- probably because I was in four orchestra classes. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Attracts. <laughs> and um, Glee, for some reason, didn't make you feel cool. I didn't watch Glee. Yeah, that's your problem. That that was my problem because mm-hmm. I am a huge show tunes bitch now. Yes. Now that I'm thirty, <laughs> it's not cute now. But I got engaged and then let the crazy out, and my crazy was show tunes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Oh, my Spotify wrapped this year. Do you know what my number one song was? It was from The Greatest Showman, which oh, is not a good geez. musical. It was never enough from The Greatest Showman. It was number one for <laughs> it's me. It's like not a good, yeah, like what? I was like, The Greatest maybe, Showman is not good. Yeah, I thought maybe it would be like from like ABBA or... No, I... Mamma I, Mia is what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> ABBA counts as show okay, tunes at this point. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, Mamma Mia has been on my in my top five artists though like Mm -hmm. every year yeah since it came out um (laughs) it's it's getting kind it's i'm sorry everyone um whatever gives you serotonin i am here for it yeah i i mean i had to get it somehow i was like vitamin deficient if this was the only thing keeping me alive was the song never enough from the greatest showman soundtrack Who would have thought? <laughs> Actually, I do remember why this happened. And it was because there was, like, one day where I, like, had to work late. And afterwards, I just got super drunk and stayed in the office and was just singing it by myself over and over again. And I feel so bad because Alex, Alex's room was, like, right across the hall. And that house was, like, dog. You could hear everything <laughs> in the house. Like, if you fart downstairs, you hear it in the office. You know, like, it's just ridiculous. And so, like... Every time I got, like, way too drunk, it was, like, you could hear me scream singing in the office. And somehow that has affected his Spotify playlist. (laughs) Yeah. It's, like, his number one, too. Yeah. (laughs) It listens in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Truly. I hate that. I hate that for all of us. Mm -hmm. Not that I'm any better. Um. Oh, okay. So, in meeting Joe's family, um, Michelle kind of lets them know that she appreciates Joe's quiet confidence. (laughs) And, oh, before this, Joe is just like, you're going to meet my mom, my dad, my brother, and Hannah, who you're going (laughs) to love Hannah. (laughs) It's just like, do you want Michelle and Hannah to fall in love? Like, like, do you love Hannah? (laughs) What is going on? Um, But Hannah is, like, truly, I think, the only person that talks the whole time and, like, I don't even think Joe talks at all. Exactly. Like, it's just Hannah and Michelle having a one-on-one at this point. Um, again, like, Hannah, who is Joe's brother's wife, uh, informs us that the Coleman men are generally quiet, especially when they're nervous. Um, like, and literally, Joe goes to have a talk with his dad, and it's just kind of funny, because his dad's like, you guys look like a loving couple. You've still got to express yourself to her. And he's like, mm-hmm. 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 and then the conversation is over <laughs> joe's like do you have any other questions and the dad says no not really <laughs> i i just like don't understand what that's like because andrew and i like can't shut the fuck up like if a gun were held to our head we would probably be laughing about something and we would both be like executed immediately <laughs> <laughs> they're like please shut the fuck up please All you have to do is be quiet or i won't kill you yeah <laughs> can't do it it's like some squid games things if that was one of the games you would die 
can't. Truly. Um, and it was so funny because at one point, like, Michelle is talking to Joe, I think, right? About mm-hmm. about Michelle. And with the brother just standing there. Also, he's, I mean, he's a, a actual giant. He has to be 10 foot. He's holding mm-hmm. a little champagne glass with his two fingers. I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with it. And he's quiet as hell. <laughs> and Hannah's like... I mean, maybe we should just get her in here. Like, she's directing it. Like, she should be on the show as a producer. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. this woman understands everything. I was just like, it seemed like a, you know, those, like, people in SNL skits where they're, like, they're, like, writers on the show, but they don't get to speak or whatever. That's what Joe's brother seemed like to me. (laughs) He just, like, looked like he was a body there, you know? Like, they just needed to fill in space. Or, like, when you go to the Oscars and, like, a celebrity leaves and some random person sits there so that it looks like it's still full. Yeah. That was his place in the whole date. Um, so Joe and Michelle sit down with Hannah and Dan for, you know, interrogation. Um, Michelle talks about being in a tough position, but, like, appreciative that Joe is her little slice of home no matter where she is in her journey. And that's really cute mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Um, And ultimately, Hannah gives Michelle her seal of approval, which is apparently the only person in the family that matters. Um, And she says it it was clear that she's, like, pushing him and bringing a lot of energy into their partnership. And apparently that's what is necessary because he'll give you nothing otherwise, maybe. I just love also that Hannah was like, well, I hope this fucking works out because otherwise we have to run into her at this grocery store. Yeah. (laughs) So I feel like that's another factor. Yeah. I mean... Oh, man. That's kind of, like, threatening. That has a threatening aura. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I didn't think about that until now. So then um, uh, being forced to, John admits that he's falling in love with her. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make this work for a little while, at least. Until one of you moves to California or New York or Nashville. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, Joe, yeah, they're sweet. And I, I really do like them. I like the relationship. He is mm-hmm. a quiet, confident man. But he's confident, right? Like, he's quiet, but he's confident. So, like, yeah. I'm not too mad about him being quiet because, in fact, I love it when men don't say a single damn thing. So mm-hmm. I'm all right with it. And I think he's quite cute. And I think that, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, there's really nothing wrong, right? Yeah, no. I like he. I think he's my pick for her. Yeah, yeah, in a lot of ways, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then. Mm, but then. We have Nate. We have Unless. Nate. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. So now we have Nate. Um, the couple goes paddleboarding, which I wouldn't have guessed to be an Austin, Texas thing. But people also do it here. So I guess, you know, I'm not really sure why I'm surprised. I guess that no, might be a thing. I was saying because I had seen Mike Johnson do it before on Instagram. Oh. And I was like, nah, this is cool. This is cool guy shit. <laughs> yeah. This is hot guy with abs shit. Yes. This is something Danica can't attempt shit. Certainly. I would have been. Um, Sorry about that. I'm going to go ahead and stay on the shore. Uh, Why don't you go ahead and do that? You can look really hot while you're doing it because he does. Enjoy, like, yeah, truly. Um, And so Nate kind of preps her to meet his family, which is his mom and his stepdad, who are now divorced, but um, wanted to support him Mm -hmm. as a unit. Um, he, he says, like, his family isn't a very, like, touchy-feely family, and they're not big on, like, expressing emotions, and that his family might be protective of him, mm-hmm. and he doesn't fully know what to expect because he's never brought anyone home before. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And it gets 
more interesting as it goes mm-hmm. on because we've heard that before from people oh like, sure you know, brandon even oh, i don't really bring people home you know whatever mm-hmm. so that's like not necessarily a problem not that the other stuff's a problem really but it, it's like oh it's about to get <laughs> more layered in a couple minutes um mm-hmm. and also it reminded me of like i think last week or something nate was saying that like he's never talked about women with his dad and i, I couldn't mm-hmm. remember if it was like his other his real dad or his stepdad mm-hmm. regardless both men seem like they haven't don't talk about relationships you know mm-hmm. so um yeah i was like okay yeah let's okay <laughs> and like i saw a lot of like back and forth on like twitter and instagram and stuff where people are like red flag and i'm just like no are you kidding like yeah. okay good on you for having like a normal family i guess but right. like i mean like i don't i never talked to my like parents about like boys or right. anything like that and like Sure, that's probably, like, unhealthy to a certain extent, but, like, truly nobody, like, it's just, like, weird that people are, like, oh, my family experience was everyone's family experience, right. and therefore, like, since you don't have that, it's wrong. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's, it's, it's, it is just showing. It just shows, yeah, the differences in a lot of things, because I was, like, I feel like I could ask you that question, like, yeah, did you talk to your mom about relationships? And then if you asked me that, I'd be, like, no, I didn't, I didn't either. And, like, mm-hmm. a common theme with mm-hmm. the three Nate you and me is that our families were you know not married and like mm-hmm. there was yeah you know, it's things. atypical of the like yeah when you think of an American family right um but that's the thing is also like I'm not kind of trying to say that that's correlation I might be using that mm-hmm. word wrong but like just because there's also like a divorce or a separation or a single parent doesn't mean that there's also going to not be like a ton of like emotional like communication um that doesn't like those aren't always exclusive either so it's just like yeah. this is just like some experiences that people have and i thought it was so yeah. relatable and so sweet and and like heartbreaking i was just like mm-hmm. yeah i was like not red flag for me i was just like oh my god like i want to hug all of these people yeah i think it's just relatable and also like painful and also this mm-hmm. was like kind of healing too mm-hmm. you know um mm-hmm. We'll get to that in just a second. So, um, first of all, Nate's stepdad can get it. (laughs) That's what I wanted to say before we got into actual emotional things. Um, Nate's mom is, like, super sweet. She brings Canadian candy for Michelle's students. Because I think she's a teacher, if I'm remembering right. Yeah. Um, Which is super sweet. Um, So, mom and Michelle kind of sit down together first. um, And Michelle fills her in about how she and Nate connect um, on so many levels. Uh, Mom doesn't want uh, Nate to feel pressured to propose, especially because she he's never had a super serious relationship mm-hmm. or or he's never talked to her about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure which is true. Mm-hmm. Um, my worry is he's gotten kind of swept up in the process. Um, she says because if he leaves with Michelle, it's a very different world when you're dealing with everyday struggles that every couple has to deal with. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> very. <laughs> I mean, I think any... I feel like that's a good just, like, warning for people. Like, I want that to just be, like, the first thing people see, like, when they go in for, like, bachelor or bachelorette training. Yeah. Just, like, that. Just play that yeah. a few thousand times. Things are going to be a little different outside mm-hmm. of... And people have said that, you know, and they do interviews later about how, like, you really do start dating once mm-hmm. you're off the show. And mm-hmm. that could be, you know, that could just really show a lot of different things, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um... So the conversation 
um, kind of continues on that theme when she joins Nate. Um, she as in Nate's mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, are you prepared to propose? <laughs> and then Nate says he's on his way, but not quite ready yet. And I'm like, buckle up, sir. There's two weeks left. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then mom's sort of like, okay, but are you sure you're going to feel this way about Michelle once you're outside of the bubble? Yeah. Is she like super familiar with this lingo or like, <laughs> or what? I don't know. Um, and Nate's kind of just like, I don't know. Um, and then Michelle and Nate's stepdad have a conversation. Um, and he says he doesn't, like, Nate doesn't know the difference between being in love and being married. Um, and he's, he says one is a feeling and one is a commitment, which is, like, kind of profound, actually. Mm-hmm. I think I need to, like, <laughs> write it down and, like, study it for a second because that's, like, that's really... yeah interesting yeah like he's really saying it in a very matter of factual way mm-hmm. there's feelings involved in marriage of course but no the one is a yeah one is a feeling that you're having and the other one is a an action it's a mm-hmm. commitment it's a thing and that's mm-hmm. ooh, yeah wow and that's why i don't like it <laughs> you don't like love either though yeah that's true <laughs> you don't like love or commitment what's going on um he basically is He's basically saying, like, right now it's, you know, rainbows, rose petals, but he's worried that when it comes time to, like, make the commitment, um, Nate might realize that he's not ready for that step yet. Um, And then both of them, like, wait, hold on. Yeah, now it's time for the the chat. The big chat. That chat with uh, Um, Charles and Nate. They sit down together. And he, like, says something pretty profound again. He says, um, if everything is so new, how do you know if any of it is real? Um, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, what? <laughs> Damn. Like, I, like, I put my water down on the table because I was, like, shaking. I don't know if you if you're familiar with that. Um, there's this, like, clip of Bethany Frankel one time when... some like something like dramatic happened and or she got in a fight with somebody or something and someone gives her like a gin and tonic in her hand and she's just like shaking (laughs) that's how i felt last night um (laughs) and then um let's see um Uh, oh your feelings are real and you feel what you feel but it doesn't mean it's true love and i was just like i'm (laughs) I'm crying. <laughs> also feels like maybe it's a Justin Bieber lyric and I can't quite like parse it, but it's fine. Oh my God. It's, it's like a Justin Bieber featuring Drake song. <laughs> Your feelings are real and you feel what you, wait, no, that's a Disney line. That's what it is. It's in my head. Your feelings are real and you feel what you feel. Oh my God. That is from like a Disney song or for Disney movie. Okay. I, will, I will get back to y'all on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. But it doesn't mean it's true love. And it's like, yes, that's what I've been fucking saying, y'all. True love doesn't <laughs> exist. I love Charles. Charles is my man. Greatest <sighs> thing that's ever happened to this show. Expose it all. But then. But then. <laughs> the real the real tearjerker, tear if you will, happens. Both of them exchange I love yous for the first time. And I'm just like, Charles, you just said love isn't real, but you're a liar. And it is. And you guys love each other. And that's so sweet. <laughs> It was really, really, it was like, oh my god, it was like immediate, because he's just like, Charles is just like, you know, I know I may not have always, like, been super open, and may not have told you about this much, but I, like, 
have, I'm always here for you. I have always loved you. Like I'm, I'm, I will always be a supporter of you, which is such a key thing when he's like going through this like scary experience and like to have somebody just blatantly say, I will support you no matter what happens is so nice. And you can just see Nate like immediately lose it. And just like, that was so real. I think that's like, especially like profound given that Charles is a stepdad mm-hmm. um, mm. and that they are recently, you know, like they're divorced, you know, and like Nate's an adult and like, so like, that's like what family is like about, you know what I mean? Like family is a choice sometimes. And like, it, I'm sure it feels like really, really wonderful to like have someone that does not have to be a part of your life, choose to be a part of your life and choose to be a loving and supportive part of your life when they don't have to, or when there's not that like, weird like blood obligation that people mm-hmm. are so obsessed with mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that's really oh wow Ooh. Ooh. yeah chills oh, tingles yes and, and and in like a lot of ways that's like maybe even showing Nate about some of the things that that you know Charles is talking about like he might not mm-hmm. know this commitment or all these things but like he is showing him in this moment it's like it doesn't matter like you don't need you don't need to know a ton to know like what you feel and like what you actually believe and Mm -hmm. I just I hope it hope it resonated with him which I think it did yeah I think it's also showing like the commitment aspect that he was talking about before too like love is a feeling like Mm -hmm. you know and there's a commitment also and so like even if like the marriage is over it feels like a different kind of commitment he's like I'm making a commitment to you that's like I will love and support you and like be there for you and all these other things oh my god wow that was like that that was kind of like life altering for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. But like also makes me sad because a lot of my family members haven't done that for me, but it's mm-hmm. okay. Well, that's what chosen family's for. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's very true. Jenna, I will I am choosing to love and support you forever or for as long as you'll have me. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. <laughs> of course. When you said choosing, you had a little bit of, like, attention in there. Like, you're choosing it despite the crazy things I do. Yes. Okay. This is definitely a choice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm choosing to make you the main character of my story. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> um, so, I mean, like, mom and dad both agree that Michelle is lovely neither of them seem to think that Nate is ready for a long-term commitment. Um, it, but, like, on a brighter note, Nate seems, like, super excited about, like, the events of the night, a lot of which I don't necessarily think had to do with Michelle, but, like, had to do with, you know, like, her presence there sparked a conversation mm-hmm. that was, like, super important for him. So, like, even if he doesn't end up with Michelle, he has that, mm-hmm. at least, and I think that's pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Um But, like, also, Michelle is coming away from this kind of insecure about, like, whether or not he might be ready for an engagement. Because, again, I don't know if this is, like, a narrative that they, like, have to push. But, like, she wants to be engaged at the end of this process. And I think because they've had so many people that, like, cheat at the end, I almost think that they're, like, not... Or they're trying as hard as they can to not let people do that anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no more Colton experience. Yeah. No, I really do. And I think, yeah, that's the really unfortunate part. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. like, really, that's going to probably piss me off in, like, yeah. t- roughly two weeks from here. I'm yeah. going to get pretty mad about that again. 
But the we'll cult s- ruins everything of it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll save that anger for then. Um, mm-hmm. But then we get the prep for the rose ceremony, um, mm-hmm. and we get a knock-knock on the door, and I was triggered because this is the exact moment that Greg came back and ruined everything no. um, with Katie after a hometown. Then there was a knock-knock the next day, so I was like... No. <laughs> I'm not going to do this. Um, but no, alas, it's two beautiful, beautiful people, Serena and Brie. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, Brie. I, w- I kind of missed her. I know. Stunning. <laughs> Stunning. Stunning, truly. Um, a breath of fresh air, both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember what they talk about, They just, actually. I mean, a lot of it's just, like, platitudes. Like, I just, like, you know. Are there guys you really like? Yeah. And she's like, I'm falling for all four of them, mm-hmm. and I didn't know. And she, they were kind of talking about how she felt, like, if I could just get one guy. Mm-hmm. And now she has four, you right. know, yeah. that she's super into. Have you thought of um, polyamory? Anyway. Consider. <laughs> consider it. <laughs> From there, we go to the rose ceremony. Um, did you guess the order as you were watching? I, I, no, I, I was wrong. I thought she was going to make um, Nate last to kind of be like, I'm yes, unsure. Yes, that's what I thought too. I'm unsure. I, I guessed it was going to be Brandon and then Joe mm-hmm. and then um, Nate. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, maybe she won't pick Nate though. Mm-hmm. Well, because of like, I like, I was just like, maybe there's a chance she won't pick Nate mm-hmm. and she'll pick Rodney because of like how much she's like, she's like, this is my best friend. And then she was like, oh, I don't know about this one because mm-hmm. he he doesn't want to get married or whatever. But yeah, she kind of flipped the script on me a little bit. Mm-hmm. She picked Nate second, mm-hmm. so it, go, it went Brandon, Nate, and then Joe. I was like, no, there's no way she's sending Joe home. Right. So it kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of silly. Silly. Because silly. we were definitely, I mean, it was, I was, I was like convinced Rodney was going to stay a little longer. Mm-hmm. I kind mm-hmm. of, oh man, it was weird. Because I, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. But then I was like, I guess ultimately in my heart, I knew it had to be him. Because I was like, she's not going to send Joe and Brandon away. No. And, and Nate, like she had such good day. Uh, yeah, so even with that stuff, it's like, I don't think she could do it. But if she had, oh my God, the brutalness. But you're right, he would have had that moment with Charles. And, you know, he would have made a really... Well, I don't know. Would he be ready to be a bachelor? Oh, Rodney is ready to be a bachelor. Mm-hmm. He's ready. I think I think Rodney would do really well in Paradise also. Oh, yeah, true. All of them are, are going to kill it, for mm-hmm. sure, including Brandon. <laughs> so oh, the, I wonder who. Oh, God. Who. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, I guess it'll be next season's people, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um. So then they go outside to do the typical... Um, Usually the saddest goodbyes um, happen right now. Um, Mm -hmm. But they were on the side of the street, and it was horribly loud, and I was very (laughs) distracted and upset by this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they're talking about, you know, she she talks about, you know, how he's felt like the underdog and, like, trying to, you know, just, like, trying to, like, affirm that that's not who he is or who he, like has to be and then she just says like i need you to know that who you are is enough Mm -hmm. um and that she sent him home because feelings moved quicker in other relationships um and he says but she looks like really gutted yeah and he well because he's like i told you i was falling in love with you and i'm still falling like that doesn't change for me i'm still Mm -hmm. falling for you and that's when i was like oh no that's so sad Uh, it was sad but it like kind of upset me too you know like true 
I don't know. I guess like I was I was thinking about like again, I was centering myself in the narrative because yeah. like I've gone through some things. I've broken up with a guy before mm-hmm. that you know was just like but wait, like, Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, like, and then you feel that, like, guilty feeling, and you have to, like, put a boundary there Mm -hmm. that, you know, like, you're already, like, trying to draw a line in the sand, and then they're, like, kind of pushing it, or pushing back on it a little bit. I guess, like, that's, I, that's not what he was doing, obviously, like, he knows he's going home, it's, she's not gonna change her mind or anything, right, so I don't think it was, like, intentionally, like, manipulative or anything, I would never, but, like, well, obviously, when it's happened to me, it was, yeah, yeah, when it's happened to me, it was manipulative. Yeah. That, it's not what happened here. Um, so again, I'm talking nonsense and centering myself in the narrative, and that's <laughs> no, fine because this is my podcast. Because yes, and I love any chance that we get to remind our listeners to question what is happening <laughs> with a man. The show is fake, <laughs> exactly. Um, so Rodney leaves, you know, a perfect gentleman, and then. Uh, immediately afterwards, the producers drop a promo that should count as plagiarism because it's so evil. Um, because once again, uh, they they dropped the... I keep wanting to call him Colton. What the fuck is his name? Clayton. Um, <laughs> I'm not getting names right today. No, 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 but that's... No, but everyone is saying that. Like, because yeah. it's so... It's like... it's They did it yeah. on purpose, it's right? It's the same. <laughs> and then they dropped this promo that's like, you know... Clayton, <laughs> surrounded by like dogs, and it's just like something, something underdog, or whatever. And it's just like, okay, well, you stole a tagline from this man. Yeah. Literally. Give him some money now. Please. Yeah, pay him for his emotional labor and his storyline. And it's like kind of like it's, I'm being very dramatic, but it's kind of like the worst thing they've ever done. No, I'm joking. But like, <laughs> It's it's kind of, like, really weirdly fucked up. Like, it's, like, yeah. one thing to, like, pick a lead outside of the top four because you know you're going to get some pushback because everyone's invested in the top four. And so, like, like they – and also, like, when we were talking about Rodney State and everything earlier, I like, the entire time, it's, like, they're setting him up for a Bachelor edit, mm-hmm. right? The mm-hmm. entire thing was a Bachelor edit. And so you really are at the end. You're, like, oh, my God, that's going to be it. And so the fact that they're not giving it to us, like, fine, whatever. But then to, like, literally take that word when they, like, said it five minutes before during the exit, I, like, I, I'm, like, what is, am I taking crazy pills? Like, what is happening right now? It's so wild. Yeah. It's so intentional and rude. It's, it's rude. Very, uh, I can't imagine what it would be like to be Rodney, like, seeing that. Like, especially, it's, like, right after the fucking episode, too. It's, it's. <laughs> It's what did Rodney do to y'all? Exactly. Fuckers. <laughs> Stupid. I hated it. Oh, my God. And I had some people DM me. I don't remember exactly what they said, so I'm going to butcher it. But they were just kind of like, they're like, I also think it's interesting they picked all, like, um, you know, like, that type of dog, that breed of dog that's, mm. like, bre- that's bred that way. And, like, mm-hmm. is, like, there's, like, a narrative also, like, those dogs aren't underdogs either. Like, no. the whole thing is, like, Those dogs in- cost $5,000. Exactly. <laughs> like, comparison with, like, tall, white, cis, hot, straight man football player who's not an underdog. <laughs> like, oh the combination of the two things is, like, they, like, were they high? <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh, my God. It's so... It's stupid. Anyway, we have to we have to stop, or I'll start breaking things. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
we're gonna do the Bethany like shaking the glass thing if we keep talking about this. But <laughs> Jenna's shaking her beer right now. It was really cute. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. I'm so happy you're back, Danica. Yeah, and you're feeling a little bit better. Keep mm-hmm. keep feeling better. Oh well. Did you like my little care package? I did. Jenna got me a care package that had a bunch of like little inside jokes in it and like some stones that are on my desk, by the way. They're like right here. Yay. Um, and a hat that I wore to work yesterday and some socks that are the softest socks I've ever felt in my life. This candle that she got, it's, it's like a rose scented candle. And, um, oh my God, I can't remember the joke. I wish I was like looking at it right it now. It said the name of the like fragrance was Cotton Rose. So I changed it to Colton Rose and then crossed out one of the flavor notes and I said stocking. Stocking. (laughs) Rose, lavender, and stocking. (laughs) And then she had this like little tiny chicken, which is only funny to me and her, I think. (laughs) Because there was, when um, Tasha's season was airing, I saw this picture of a rooster wearing tennis shoes and I sent it to her and I was like, Zach who? (laughs) And then she sent me a little red crayon and I was like fucking screaming. I like could not handle it. (laughs) Just in case the other crayon needs a break. Yeah, it's a little crayon, like the minis that you can take on the airplane. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I love you. It's so good. Thank Uh, you so much. Yes, of course. Um, So yeah, stay tuned. Next week is the Men Tell All. Um, I can't wait. I I forgot to tell you, I asked Sophie to be on that episode. Oh, cool. Yeah, so Sophie's going to be on, and I'm very excited. I am so excited to, like, just shoot the shit with Sophie because... And trash the men. She is so oh my good God. at, like, roasting. She's so good. Oh. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm not even going to say a word. I'm just going to watch Sophie and, like, cry. It's going to be so good. <laughs> yeah, so stay tuned for that next week. Y'all are the best. Thank you so much. And make sure you're, I don't know, getting some rest out there. <laughs> Yeah, please take your vitamins. <laughs> Bye. Bye y'all. Thank you for listening to Daycard Pod. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Daycard Pod and follow your hosts at Jenna with a smile and at Drunk Feminist. Daycard Pod is produced by Andrew Olson. You can follow him on Instagram at Androne. Our music is by Jet Overly. Follow and support him on Instagram at Jetty Boy James. And our logo design is by Michaela Jane. You can find her work at MichaelaJane.com and on Instagram at Michaela Jane. Drop a review on iTunes if you're nasty like that. Bye. Bye. Hello, my name is Kaya. And I'm Marissa. And this is Well, well Why not? not? Join us every Monday as we discuss movies, science, technology, history. Sometimes I think about all the different things we talk about. And they're it, not even categories. Because you know what? We're geeky. We're nerdy. So like every millennial, we started a podcast. Because that's what we need. More podcasts. Absolutely. Join us every Monday and listen to Well, Why Not? A podcast because. Just because. Just just really because we had this microphone. Well, why not? <laughs> For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is As Above, So Below.